my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. Hello, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Black Girls Heal. I am so, so excited to be in front of you today, not only because I'm always excited to to love on y'all and to share things with y'all, but it is my birthday week. The time I'm recording this is a few days away from my birthday, and you're going to hear the same intro in this week and in next week's because I'm recording two episodes because your girl's going on a Disney cruise, um, a Christmas themed Disney cruise um, for my birthday. And so I am pre-recording these episodes so that I can be out to be rested and we don't have to wait until Thursday or Friday to get the next week's episode or skip a week um, if I am busy living my life. But I... Is two episodes because I don't know which one is going to post first. Uh, some of you, if you are current, you know that we are um, talking to those of us with healing hearts, whether or not we do it professionally or if we do it just in our everyday life. And so um, then these two episodes are going to be um, for those of us who, who need it. But I, I'm just going to go by divine inspiration on which one needs to come first. But I do have a birthday gift for those of you who may be interested in it at the end of this today's episode. So make sure you stay tuned. But today's episode, what we're going to be talking about is dealing with the shame that happens when we are the person who is supposed to know all the answers in the group, whether or not we are a professional healer, professional expert in some place, or we have always owned the place of we were the oldest daughter, or we were the parentified child, or we were always the leader in the classroom, or we were always the captain of the team. We were the person that people always came to for the solutions and for the support. And how bad and how sucky and how embarrassing it feels when it feels like your life is on fire, when it feels like you do not have the answers, when you start to feel like an imposter, when you start to feel like a fake, and how do you go through life when you are dealing with this embarrassment of being imperfect, of being the one who is falling behind, uh, of feeling like feeling so broken and feeling like all the things that you sh- you feel like you should know how to do, you should know better, you should be making these decisions, all of that type of internal pressure is not helping you move forward? Like, how do you deal with that? How do you not feel like crap on the other side of that? How do you even face yourself without going into ego or going into shame? Ego being the part that looks like confidence, but really it's you trying to um, overcompensate for how you really feel bad about yourself. It's not coming from a true place of self-ownership and and self-acceptance, right? Which is why it's so fragile, which is why this stuff really 
hurts and sucks because you feel like you're living a lie. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So if you can relate to any of that, this is the episode for you. So let's go ahead and jump on in. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. So like I said, uh, this episode and all the episodes this month are going to be inspired by our healer mastermind. And I was talking with some people this weekend about it um, and about what exactly are women going to learn here? Like, yeah, for people who have healing hearts or healing professionals and to help them with boundaries and business, what does that mean? And, you know, I was like, you know what, let's get very clear on what we are going to get at the end of these three months together. At the end of these three months, we are going to help burnt out healing professionals have better boundaries, better bliss and happiness, and uh, better self-belief about who they are, uh, about what's going on in their personal lives, about feeling like they're actually engaging in the life that they promised to the people that they serve. Or the, and whether or not they do it professionally, I, again, I said last episode that there are so many of us who have healing hearts, whether or not we went to training for it, um, but that we are the healers of our communities. And sometimes it's so easy to give other people advice and support, but it's hard for us to take it for ourselves and it's hard for us to apply it. And so for those of us who we can have that disconnect, that's who this is for. It is going to be different material than what I talk about in the recovery school, because I feel like for those of us who are in this healing profession, it's that plus some other stuff. And so, or some, 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 a different way of looking at it and the ways that we have to give it to ourselves. So I'm very excited about that. And so that's where this episode came from. This episode episode came from me knowing that I talk to a very empathic community. Again, whether or not you do this professionally or not, whether or not your healing looks like mental health and emotional care and trauma, or whether or not you're helping people heal their bodies through physical therapy or through being a trainer, or whether or not you help people spiritually through spiritual care, um, or whether or not you are in the classroom and you're mentoring people and building lives and building future generations, and they are coming to you for emotional support and inspiration outside of learning math or English or whatever it is that your, um, your practice is. Or if you're a beauty professional and you are giving people full therapy sessions while you're doing their lashes, right? While you're doing their facials, while you're doing their hair and having whole healing intensives in that chair and giving to them. And meanwhile, in the background, you may be dealing with your own stuff and you may be dealing with your own difficulties, finding boundaries with yourself and with other people. And you are really struggling with that, really struggling with what this is mean. You know, I'm the center point for all these other people. Why can't I do this for myself? And so, you know, in in this podcast, I've talked a lot about what it looks like to be in the problem and what I want you to know about that. But I haven't talked enough about the bliss, about what it looks like once you are done with that, what it looks like to be in the recovery of that. I mean, I, I know I mentioned it at the end of the episode once I break down the, 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 what the problem looks like and, um, you know, three or five steps for you to know that this is happening and then this is what it looks like when you're on the other side. But I, wanna, I really want to focus on that for today. I want you to know what your North Star is, what it looks like once you actually recover from 
these problems. Now, true to form, I am still going to talk about, I'm going to recap really quickly what all the things of what I usually talk about when we're basically talking about imposter syndrome today. Um, We're talking about what it looks like when you are feeling like you don't match up with what you have to give. So the things that I've talked about when it comes to imposter syndrome is one, remembering that you are human. Remembering that to be human and to be in human flesh means that there are moments that you're going to have weakness, that you're not going to get it right, and that you're going to make mistakes, and that has nothing to do with your inherent value, period. And that the part of you that has been trained and learned that the only way that you can have value is to be perfect and to resist that with everything that you have to like take it, maybe take it for the moment, take it because like it sounds good to hear, but really fuck that. I'm going to be the best because living in the best is what's provided me safety and security. You're setting yourself up for destruction. Um, Learning that you are amazing as you are is, is the goal. Right, so imposter syndrome, understanding that to be human um, is to be beautiful. The other thing that I've preached and talked so much about is self acceptance. That self acceptance and self compassion is how you get to self love, not by doing a checklist of being a better person. All that stuff is supplementary, all that stuff is what helps you live in the solution a little bit more, is what helps you live more in, in, in life and ease, but really. Um, self-acceptance and self-compassion are the magic cures for every single emotional stressor and moment of self-doubt, period. Now, the trauma gets in the way of that. The root causes, which we talk about a lot on this podcast, which is what we go into depth about working through in the recovery school program, because knowing self-acceptance and self-compassion is the cure does not actually help you implement it. There are lots of things that we know, but we still don't do it in our everyday life. There are lots of, we, we know we need to eat healthy. Do we eat healthy? We know that we should probably be a little bit more gracious and patient with people sometimes, and we don't do it. We know that we need to stand up for ourselves and have more boundaries with people. We don't do it. Like Knowing does not help you actually make change. We have to get at what is the root cause and not only understand it, Like there are so many amazing books about childhood emotional neglect, which is an episode several weeks ago, um, about the impact of childhood trauma and all that stuff. There's lots of different resources to help us mentally and logically understand it, but it's the recovery part that we need help and support with. That That is what we need the tools and the resources for, right? And so, again, if you are struggling with insecurity and doubt and and self-loathing or shame, It is true self-compassion, self-acceptance, and that type of healing that's what's going to set you free. And the process that you have to work through is not only understanding, oh yeah, this trauma happened and this is what happened and I'm talking through it, but what am I replacing this with? What am I inserting in this place? Um, It's not enough just to tell yourself to stop. Every single addiction we have, y'all, every single thing that we do has a purpose. Even if it is something that is destructive to us, to us, we're not just doing it because, you know, for shit, for shits and giggles. We are doing it because somewhere we learned along the way it was going to provide some type of relief. There's a reason for it. And so when we try to stop our addictive behaviors, when we try to stop thinking negatively, when we st- try to stop all this stuff and we don't really know what to replace it with and we don't have the, the healing action and we also haven't cleared the blocks that makes us make, makes it so that we can do what we want to do, 
what's going to happen is we're going to go through periods of restriction where we're trying to stop this and we're trying to bear down, but all that stuff is going to return with a vengeance, right? And I know y'all know this, the times that you've tried to go cold turkey and to stop whatever destructive thing that you're doing or destructive relationship you're in and go without it, without understanding why and where you were doing this and for, for what reason, you're only going to return back to it later on, right? And so self-compassion, self-acceptance is where you need to be shooting for when it comes to healing from insecurities and stuff with imposter syndrome. And then let's see, do I have a third one for you? Yes, I am going to share, I'm going to reshare how everything that we do is for our good. Every single experience that we have, whether or not you want to label it positive or negative, you get to attach a meaning to it. And so you get to decide, is this something that's actually helping me grow and become wiser? Um, is this something that actually has, um, is part of my superhero story? Is part of, is going to be part of the narrative that shows how it helped me get better? Or is this going to be part of the story that talks about how life is fair and how things don't work out for me? Two people can go through the exact same experience and attach two different meanings to it. And there's so much power that we have in our brain and our minds and where we, um, and where we go from there. So remembering that everything that happens, happens for our good, or if it is some tragic, horrific trauma that what we learned from it, the wisdom we got from it, what we learned about protection and what true love is or what true healthy relationships are and what it is not, that even then the meaning that we attach to what we've gone through, we can use it for our good. That whatever happened, but however someone may have tried to disempower us, that we can take and reclaim our power back. Uh, that is something that we can own, that we can own our own messaging around it, that, that they they do not get to have that power moving forward, if that makes sense. So all of that is well and good, right? And I think what happens with those of us who are used to being the solution makers and used to being the healers in our community, and we're used to being the people who have it all together, we'll really rush to the last point that I said about, you know, everything happens for a reason, be strong, keep going. And we'll try to, we will push down all of the emotional impact of what happens when we are, when life is struggling and when we feel like we have to have it all together all of the time to move forward. And that's a whole lot of pressure, right? And so when we're able to release that pressure, when we're able to step out of these super high expectations for ourselves that are impossible, we get to actually experience the bliss the true freedom that we tell other people about, we get to actually embody it for ourselves. And true freedom and bliss from these high expectations. And to be clear, I'm talking about the expectations that we set for ourselves, not other people. So this is not one of the episodes where we're really looking at not caring what other people think, because really we can be our biggest critics, especially when we have either been professionally charged as being responsible for other people or we feel in our hearts that we have a responsibility to support other people and to be a role model and to be healthy for them, whether or not we're, we're mothers or we are the mothers of our community. We're the auntie that everybody looks up to, right? That type of thing. 
So what it actually looks like to live in that freedom from these expectations is number one, we are free to stop hiding and, and being able to fully show up. We stop having feeling like we have to hide our flaws because of what it may mean because we are afraid that it may discount what we actually do and who we are. It means that we can show up more vulnerably. And for those of us who really want to be available for love, to both give and receive love, to not live with our walls up, we're able to actually live in more honesty and release and surrender without having to feel like we always have to be on guard on how we show up with people who are safe. When we are free to be our full selves, we shine more, we laugh more, we enjoy more, we explore more. We're able to rest more because we're not having to do all this mental gymnastics around what could happen or what should happen. We're not living in the future and things that we're trying to plan for worries that don't exist. And we're not living in the past, replaying all these really negative things that we could have said or should have done. When we learn how to leave this imposter syndrome behind and feeling like we have to be perfect all the time, it gives us the bravery and the freedom and the courage to be everything that we are and to explore everything that we are, to explore the dynamics of what make us us, um, and to still know that we are fully loved and fully capable and we're still able to be resources to other people. I've watched other healers who've kind of gone through this this place of imposter syndrome and like, how am I supposed to help other people when I'm going through this? Or, you know, women who, who are other healers who joined the recovery school program and like, you know, I'm a counselor and I'm helping other people with their lives. And yet here I am. And once they were able to let go of the fact that they had to be some imaginary level of perfect, but that they were able to, they were free to be everything that they are. It gave so much life and air and breath and relief and freedom and expansion, not only to their lives, but they were able to bring that energy into the lives of the people that they served. There is so much freedom and finally being able to let the weight of the world's the weight of the world off of your shoulders and to just live in the fact that you are enough. There is a difference between knowing that and saying that and saying the affirmations for it and truly embodying it. And when you embody it, the air around you changes because you're free. You're able to fully give that air and that energy of freedom to other people. One of my mentors, she is actually, she's not even in the healing space, but she is, she's a businesswoman. She teaches etiquette. Um, She is, um, she owns a tea company. Um, She provides um, consultation and training for local beauty pageants. She is a mother of five. She is married to this um, really amazing man for almost a couple decades now, and When I tell you the air around her is different because she lives in full, complete freedom of who she is and everything that she is. 
So when you're around her, you immediately feel peace. No matter who you are, you immediately feel peace. I mean, unless it's something that is really hard for you to receive, of course. But even then, she offers this place of warmth and safety that people refer to her. Her name is Monica. They refer her to Mama Mama Monica because of just the warmth and the energy that she brings. But it is because she has reached a place, and she'll talk about it, where she fully accepts everything that she is, flaws and all. And because of that, she is able to not only teach you how to give you give yourself grace for that, but also you believe it because you see it and it's easier for you to pick up because it's what she already embodies, right? And so bliss looks like when you leave imposter syndrome behind that the world is open for you. It is it is a world of opportunity for you that you don't have to scan for danger, that you can live in it boldly without feeling like you have. When healing from an intimacy disorder, one of the first things you have to do right after getting clear on your patterns of addictive behaviors, avoiding behaviors, and living in deprivation is clearing out the roots that caused it, clearing out the experiences, the traumas, the narratives that have kept you stuck all of these years. In my signature coaching program, The Recovery School, you have the opportunity to reveal the sources of low self-worth, to learn about how old roles in your family have resulted in codependency, shutting down, and not letting others in, and also to learn how to talk to and connect to your inner child in a way that is soothing and healing. This is the next step to reframing the old stories that have plagued you for years to evolve to being a healed and loved woman and having access to the love and the relationships and self-worth that you've always wanted. Learn more and get started by going to therecoveryschool.com. Again, that is therecoveryschool.com. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Have to hide or compensate for or apologize for yourself. And you're able to give that peace and freedom to other people. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. The second thing you get when you are able to leave behind this imposter syndrome and feeling like you have to have all the answers and feeling Shame when you have to recalibrate when it comes to boundaries or things that may be happening in your personal life or elsewhere. The ways that you may be balancing self-doubt within yourself and feeling like, man, how am I supposed to raise these kids if I feel this about myself? How am I supposed to 
lead this organization? And again, for those of us in this healing space, how am I supposed to give other people advice when my world is crumbling behind, right? Once you're able to leave all of these pressures and expectations behind and actually live in this full freedom, you are able to stop losing time. Now, y'all know that this is a phrase that I usually don't really like. I don't like it because I think we can we can waste time looking back at the past and be like, man, if I would have known this back then, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and we can play all of these what if scenarios, but you don't know what you would have done differently. And you don't know if what you have gone through has actually set you up to actually experience things a lot better. That if the earlier version of you got what you thought you are supposed to have, what may have sabotaged that, right? Would you have actually been ready for it? Would the other person have been ready for that version of you? You know, so there's so much of that that, you know, we can drive ourselves crazy because one is not possible to go there. But even if it is, what you feel like would have been a dream could have actually ended up being your worst nightmare, right? And so maybe at the age and the maturity and experience that you are right now, maybe you're actually set up for exactly the right thing. And maybe you're actually ready for it now, right? You're able to actually experience it with gratitude and uh, actually see it for everything that it is instead of taking it for granted. Because maybe the earlier version of you would have just played around with it because she didn't understand the magnitude of what you have available for you right now, right? But going back to this, stepping into bliss now and not losing time is imposter syndrome and feeling like you have to be perfect will keep you stuck and in fear. It'll make you not reach out to somebody for friendship because you're afraid of doing the wrong thing. It'll make you not move forward towards that healthy relationship and towards your partner who's reaching out for you. It'll make you not go and do that hobby because you're afraid that of how you may look because you feel like you're too old or you're not the right shape or you're not the right size or you're not the right color or you're not the right gender. It'll make you not go and live your best life when you feel like you have to have everything together. Some of you have YouTube channels you were supposed to have started months ago, if not years ago. Some of you have hobbies and competitions that you want to join but you're afraid of doing it because there's a part of you that feels like you're not enough or you have to live up to a certain level. Some of you have different friend groups and organizations that you want to join and be a part of, but you don't feel worthy of and you feel like you have to earn your way up to that. And you don't. You are the best time for you to join and do all those things are now and to not live in this perfectionist mindset of that one day in the future, you're going to be any more better than you are right now. I was talking with some friends recently about the importance of just doing things afraid sometimes. So that sometimes it's not about, you know, getting yourself all prepped and understanding the situation. And sometimes it doesn't matter how much of that that you have, you're still going to be afraid when it comes down to it because this is about you making a shift. This is about you doing something different. This is about you stepping into the next level version of yourself. And that next level version version has a different comfort level than the place you're at right now. So of course you're going to be afraid. Of course you're going to be uncomfortable. You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be. So whether or not this new level is something physical like I just listed or emotional and more mental based like the things I've listed before, like being more vulnerable, 
like accepting yourself. Self-acceptance, going into higher levels of self-acceptance feels really wobbly and feels nonsensical because it's a lot easier than what you have made it out to be. In your head, in the ways you've done self-love and self-acceptance and self-compassion before, there were a whole lot of works attached to it. There were a whole lot of qualifiers. There were a whole lot of if-then statements. Real higher level versions of self-love and self-acceptance is I am worthy just because I am. Period. And it's like an easy period. It's not like a period. Like, Like with the sass and the energy, it is one of ease and flow and I am worthy because I am, there's gentleness there. Like there's, there's like air and breath around it when you're actually stepping to those higher levels. And that feels suspicious. <laughs> that feels uh, cute, cute my Cardi B voice. That's suspicious. That's weird. Like it just, it doesn't, it doesn't compute when you are used to having to earn your love, earn your love from other people and even earn your love from yourself. Right. But going back to the the point of what it looks like to live in bliss, point number two is that the more time we spend trying to look for reasons why we suck, the less time we get to actually live in our happiness and the less time we actually get to live in this freedom. Right. And so bliss looks like ease. It looks like rest. It looks like flow. It looks like surrender. It looks like all the things that we are kind of trying to build our life to be around us actually getting to experience it now and not this magical one day in the future when everything aligns and then I finally get to rest. You'll never be able to rest until you learn how to do it today. It is literally a skill. It is an embodiment practice. It's a muscle. The same way we have to work out and get stronger in other areas, we actually have to practice learning how to live and rest and surrender. Which is why I don't know, again, I don't know if this is the episode that's coming first or if the next episode is, but either way, I'll go ahead and tell you the next episode is going to be about burnout. Um, This is also something that is so hard for those of us who are used to helping other people, again, whether or not it's professionally or in our everyday life. It is so hard for us to learn how to not be in works and to be in action and to be in rest. What we think rest is, if you're someone who is prone to burnout, um, is actually like 10 levels deeper than that. And, but that's okay. I don't want you to, I want you to try to break your brain to, get, to kind of get there. I just want you to know that there's always more levels of rest and ease you can get to, but where you start out, start out at is really important. And so again, I don't know if this is the episode that's going to come first or the other one, but whichever one it is, I'm going to give you a first step exercise in helping you to go through those levels of burnout. Of course, we're going to do more in the mastermind, but it's going to be a full out, get a pen, piece of paper. So those of you who listen to the podcast while you're walking or driving or whatever, just be prepared that you're going to have homework and you're going to need to write it out and to do it, to actually do it. Don't think about it. Don't be in your head and be like, okay, let me mentally compute it. No, you need to write it out. I was talking with some other students the other day. They were like, yeah, like me writing it out. I had no idea like so much was going to come out. I was going to feel so much better. And I was like, yeah, this shit sounds simple, which makes you not want to do it. But it's literally the simplest stuff that can help us feel so much freedom and relief. Okay, so you are going to get a full 
baby step exercise. And then, of course, like I said, we'll do more in our three-month container together in the mastermind. Um, so there's that. So let's talk about the third, the third benefit that happens when you actually start to embody your bliss and your freedom. When you start to let go of all these expectations that you have on yourself to be perfect, to have it all together. How am I supposed to help other people when my life is whatever or whenever I feel this way about myself or when I'm feeling depressed or upset or anxious or whatever? How am I supposed to actually show up for other people? Or if they actually knew, what would they think about me? All the, all those things that we think about ourselves when, when we finally are able to let that go and practice self-acceptance and self-compassion, what happens is that we are more attractive to the people around us that we want to be with, and we are also more attracted to them. Our energy changes. What we want in our life, we're actually able to receive it more. Um, we actually like it more. All the old stuff that used to be attracted to to us is no longer as attractive. Meaning when we see people who are happy, we don't immediately go to, I bet they ain't really that happy. I bet this and this and this is happening in the background. Like we don't automatically tap into our hater brain, right? Because it is just impossible for us to truly believe that anybody can be really happy because we're not really happy. Talk about projection, right? Talk about us making up stories, but it's based on our own reality. It's not like we're trying to be that way. It's just what we have seen and what we have experienced, not only from our own selves, but from the people around us. This is what life really looks like. So it's really, really hard for us to even have the concept that there could be something even better than that. People talk about it, but it's all for show. It's all social media. It's all fake, right? But no, 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 no. Love can be that easy. Life can be that easy. Of course, there are going to be things that happen, but you can reach a place and you can have access to tools and to community and to a tribe and to a relationship and to an internal vault of self-love, self-compassion, self-healing resources so that when that shit starts to hit the fan, you don't have to go through the storm alone. You don't have to go through the storm just trying to like buckle down, but that you can actually go through it with cover. You know, once I was able to start to get this part of my bliss down, or once I was able to start to fully step into who I was, flaws and all, to show up with that, to show up with not only my strengths, but also my growth areas, and to still be able to step into or own the fact that I am wonderful and amazing as I am, that there are areas for me to grow in and there are areas that I shine in. And even in those growth areas, that that is also what makes me beautiful and that that brings value to my life and that brings value to other people's lives, even to see how I'm navigating it and to see how I operate in it. And there's beauty in asking for support. There's beauty in also being able to be the person that can be the support to other people and all of who I am is wonderful. Once I was able to step into that and start to feel the impact of that freedom and that bliss, the way that the world has opened up to me, y'all, the way, and I don't know if it has opened up even more because I've already had a really beautiful life and had so many amazing blessings, but I don't know if it's that it opened up more because I was able to actually see what was around me more or that I was able to actually receive it. But the more I step into this, the more 
access to beautiful souls and humans that I've had, the more access to coincidences that I couldn't have planned, the more things have fallen fallen into being easier for me, the more I've been able to take my clients into deeper levels of self-love and self-healing, the more joy, access to joy that they've had. And I just think it's been really amazing and really remarkable. And the way that I've been able to sleep better at night, you know, the way I've been able to stand literally with my posture taller and higher, you know, the way I've been able to even show up more on camera, the way people have been able to compliment um, me and see more of a shine and glow around me. Like this is stuff that it heals you not only internally, but externally as well. And I think that's amazing. And I want everyone to have access to that bliss wherever you are and however you are. And if you're already at that stage, if you're already experiencing that bliss, I want you to continue to live in it. For those of you who are scared of bliss, like things start to get really happy for you and good for you. And you're like, oh shit, this isn't going to last. I want you to own that this is your new normal and that this is how it should have always been. And this is how it always gets to be. And I pray that God just continues to multiply it for you and that you get to share the impact of this bliss and freedom with everybody around you. Again, no matter whether or not this is something you do professionally professionally, or if you're the cornerstone of your family, your friend, friend group, your community, um, and if you operate in a place that is not a healing profession per se, but you are impacting the lives of so many people like the ones I've already listed and ones that I haven't listed before. So I hope that helps paint a picture for you of what bliss can and will and should look like for you uh, to stop hiding, to stop losing time on the woulda, coulda, shouldas, and to the what ifs, what might happen if I actually stand out, but just live your life and also attracting more and being more attractive to and being able to receive more all these amazing relationships and blessings and access to that. Um, I want that for all of you. So with that said, here is my birthday gift for those who are interested in moving forward and working together. So I'm giving a, I haven't given a discount code in years, y'all, but I'm doing it now. So in celebration of my birthday, uh, I'm giving a discount code to both the Healer Mastermind and the Recovery School. Okay, so the birthday code is birthday. Um, if you enter birthday at registration, it will give you $250 off both programs. With the recovery school, you will be able to start immediately. This is our core signature program that is not going away. That is for women who want to heal from the symptoms of love addiction, love avoidance, and love deprivation and the trauma that causes it. All the root causes that we always talk about, all of the replacement behaviors, all of the tools and resources that I always talk about, that is what is in the recovery school. You get to pick, create your own track by choosing what bonus course you want to participate in to help supplement that. You get our no contact uh, course as a part of it. You get our tapping course as a part of, part of it, but you get to decide whether or not you want to do the Love Woman Foundations, which is about healing love deprivation. You get to decide whether or not you want to do the dating course, um, which is going to help you learn how to date in a more healthy way. And there are other bonus courses that you get to choose from as well. 
We talk about boundaries, restructuring your family system. We talk about healing your personal relationships and friendships. What is a healthy and an unavailable person? And so if you have been hesitating on doing the recovery school, now is your chance. Uh, you get to get access to our birthday discount code through the 16th. For our Healer Mastermind ladies, you can go ahead and enroll now. Right now we have an extended uh, payment plan as well that is available through through the end of December. Um, and then also you would get access to pre-work. We are starting in January. We will be going together for 12 weeks and we are covering a different domain every week. We're going to be talking about our purpose one week. We're going to be talking about the roots of why this stuff is hard and where the trauma comes in at. We're going to be doing looking at mindset work. We're going to be looking at healthy self-care and so that we're not living in deprivation. And we're going to look at how that looks practically, not just bubble baths and washing your face and stuff, but we're going to be looking at what does that look like in 12 subdomains of self-care and self-love. We're going to be looking at boundaries with clients. We're going to be looking at creating space for love and connection with our friendships and our family relationships and our romantic partnerships. We're going to be looking at boundaries and finances. We're going to be looking at what does it look like to build this platform and business. I'm just really excited about the mastermind uh, for those who are interested. And for those who are wondering, yes, this is going to be applicable for those who do not own your own business as a healer, but maybe you do work for other people. You work in an agency or you work in a setting where you are helping other people heal in whatever perspective or domain that is, um, the lessons are going to be talking about what it looks like to be in that container and having boundaries with supervisors and coworkers and what does it look like to protect your peace there as well. I'm just, y'all, I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about burnout and burnout proofing your heart and your and your business or your career, again, if you don't own your own business. So it's going to be wonderful. So the links to enroll, if you are wanting to enroll in the mastermind, you can go to blackgirlsheal.org slash mastermind. If you want to enroll in the recovery school, you can go to blackgirlsheal.org slash program or slash recovery school. And if you're like, I don't know any of that, you can go just to the main website, blackgirlsheal.org. The website is done. It is finished. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, all of that stuff is um, clear and on our work with us page if you just want to go straight there. And also we now have a search option. So if by, oh God, by some case of bad luck, there is some type of broken link, you can search it and find the page that you're looking for um, on the website. So so excited. I cannot wait to welcome you all in uh, recovery school. Ladies, you go. You can go ahead and get started immediately. Um, and I look forward to supporting y'all and loving on y'all through the holidays and into 2023. So that is it for now, y'all. I hope that y'all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Please send me some blessings out here in the water and that it is great weather and that we have a great time. If you want to send a thank you for any love or support or care that you have received through our podcast, if you've never been a student, but if you want to send some type of thank you or blessing, you can go ahead and look for notes on how to do that within the show notes of today's episode as well. So that is it, y'all. Thank you so much for everything. Um, it's been a wonderful year. It's been a wonderful 37th year of my life, and I look forward to many, many more. That's it for now. Y'all have a good one. Take care of yourselves. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.